Happy Monday, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to Conversations with Friends. It's Lenita family. Happy Monday. <laughs> um, this, this episode is going to be super live and just amazing healing vibrations. So I'm really, really thankful and happy that you are here with us. Welcome, family. Um, thank you for tuning back in. I am sitting in a really beautiful evening in the desert. Fall is slowly creeping in on us. Uh, I think that we lose just a few moments each day on sunset. And this this week I saw the sun rise, and I've watched many sunrises throughout the summertime. It usually pops up so quickly, but that sun is slowly in, you know, creeping over the sky or however people think of the movement of the sun. <laughs> It's things are changing, seasons are changing, and um, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying the shifts. Uh, so welcome back, family. I have two superstar, super, just super cosmic women and souls on the show today. Uh, I've been looking forward to bringing them on and sharing their love and their energy and their work with you all. So today is the day, episode 33. I have Heather Rose and Megan Rodman on the line, ladies. What's up? Hello. Hello. <laughs> so good to be here. So honored. Ladies, episode 33, like, and this just came from our recent meeting, and I was like, well, shoot, let's just go ahead and schedule it. I really had no conscious awareness of it. Episode 33. What's your address? Well, we won't say your address, but I know you got threes in your address. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of threes in our address and lots of threes in our life. Yeah, three is a big, a big number for us. Um, all of our significant events that have happened in our lives together have always been on the third. It's always just divinely fallen on the third. And um, that number shows up for us in really significant ways, even down to the house that we've moved into. Yeah. So. And numerologically speaking, three is a pretty awesome number because there's um, – you know, one is the starting point, two is the line of connection, and then three is the space of expansion and synthesis and um, growth, so to speak. Yeah. What did you say? It's like it's like coming to completion for the new or the next to unfold. Yeah. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. Um, just as I was typing up that, that outline, I just, my, my whole blood, I just got super excited. Like, what? We're doing it on 33? Yeah. <laughs> That's, it felt good. It felt good. And it was three of us sitting at that table and we decided. So let's go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, ladies, I'm, I'm just really thankful that I have you in my life. Um, friends, I met Heather and Megan just uh, at the end of last year. What year is it now? 2019? So I met them last year in 2018. Um, we met through... a my business partner, my super ace, and a mutual friend, Jessica Marie, shouting her out, and um, her market, the Odyssey market, last fall. Uh, I don't even know exactly how I came to you all, but I somehow approached you two or was introduced to you, and as soon as I was standing within your presence, um, I instantly knew that, well, these are lifelong friends. I've known them for many lifetimes, and I'm looking forward to what we do here. I just was an instant realization of likeness and um, I'm so thankful for it because we've we've been growing step by step in and the future is just out of I mean we can't even imagine or perhaps that's all we can yeah. it's 
the meeting was definitely like a coming home tribe and family. For sure. Soul recognition. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty special. We're excited about this community we have building here in the desert, and we'll talk about that later. But um, I love to start every show with a little bit of background information about my friends. Um, I know you, and I know a little bit about you, but let's talk to the audience and share with the audience a little bit about who Heather Rose and Megan Rodman are. So either one of you go ahead and start first. Um, just tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? Where you come from? Where are you going? And how did you get to this point? You can go as far back as you'd like or keep it current, but tell us a little bit about who you are, ladies. Well, this is Megan. I'm going to start. Um, so I was born in Santa Monica, Los Angeles, um, kind of always very intuitive and searching for truth and wholeness and freedom, finding myself up against a lot of, like, labels of you know, how to be a person that I didn't necessarily feel like I, I fit into and kind of all the stress and illness that gets created when we're trying to fit ourselves into a, a box, so to speak. Um, so I've been really passionate about like subtle energies and intuition and, um, you know, multidimensional understandings and possibilities of connectedness and wholeness for a long time and I've been uh, you know a healing arts practitioner for about uh, 14 years I started my journey with just learning about energy and then did a you know full school program in Topanga Canyon Los Angeles um, and then in the last class of my four year polarity energy medicine uh, training I traveled to a school, uh, Southwest Institute of Healing Arts, and I met Heather in the last class mm. of the four-year program, and she was also in the last class of a similar program. Um, so we met, and we were friends, and we connected, and we share a very complementary passion of the work that we do um, and the tenets and the foundation for how we want to live our lives and live our lives and the name of the business the brick and mortar office space that we opened in Tempe is called free to be healed and so we you know share the passion that we all have the opportunities um you know let me rephrase that I think we were talking the other day Heather and I about like you know what would a world look like if everybody was nurtured and supported in the choices of how to be and how to evolve. Um, so that's what we try to bring in our practice, like a sort of non-judgmental place um, for people to, you know, find and be empowered in themselves, uh, mind, body, spirit, past life, present, cosmically, and that plays out like a lot of different, um, a lot of different ways. I have a, a background in like music and psychology and filmmaking and drumming and just, um, you know, that all, there's all space for that and this kind of shamanistic viewpoint, so to speak, um, that Free to Be Healed is very associated with that there's, you know, that we are related to every element, every plant, every time, space, and dimension, and that everything breathes and everything speaks, and there's a mm. 
vibration of consciousness um, and that we can bring ourselves into alignment with the sacred practice and sacred rituals of that love and that belief and that we can really become our best selves and be supported by community and you know the developing community that you speak of Bonita. Mm. And you're an Aquarius. So although we're a, we're in tune with all elements, you're an Aquarius and you're pretty you're pretty Aquarian. Yeah, I'm like an outer space mermaid <laughs> two spirit fairy angel. <laughs> Flying in the sky, I love it. Flying in the sky. <laughs> uh, you know, my journey in this life has definitely been like how to integrate that powerful, like airy, etheric magic into an embodied uh, safety. Bring it down to the earth in order to be human and interact. Like, how do I find? freedom and all of the magic and all of the subtleties and all of the colors and the angles and you know where's there's space for all of the magic in this body in this lifetime and I've really found a lot of like <clears throat> spaciousness and fluidity and the the self-work of forgiveness and shame and and like seeing the illusion of the block boxes that we hold ourselves in and just like you know the pulsing uh, passion and energy of my system being able to be on the earth has been a journey. Mm. And so that grounding, I think that naturally leads us to introducing Heather Rose. Tell us about yourself, sister. Well, hello. <laughs> Thank you. So, I, again, I'm Heather, and I was born in St. Louis. So I grew up born and raised in St. Louis, and um, my, I started off at a really young age, um, starting work and I immediately entered into the healthcare field. So I was a healthcare provider, I was a, a nurse's aide for a long time, um, and then advanced my education to working in psychiatric nursing. And so I have 17 years of experience of working in mental health, the mental health field. Um, <clears throat> that's shown up in all kinds of ways, like in psych hospitals and psych facilities, um, you know, different just different avenues of psychiatric care. And my whole journey, I, you know, I knew from a very young age that I was here to help. I was here to serve. I wanted to always be of service. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it was laid out for me from a very young age that that's the field that I belonged in is healthcare. Mm -hmm. uh, but along the way, I struggled with the kind of politics in healthcare and um, kind of the way, you know, like there's definitely a need for it and I'm, I'm still very passionate about the healthcare. Uh, I just have my own opinions from my own perspective and experiences throughout the field of the model, you know, the, the model feels like that it's been in a way of keeping us sick rather than preventing sickness or having a wellness model. Mm -hmm. And that always really tore at my heartstrings. So I was like, why are we, you know, there has to be a better way. And I felt like intuitively, I always saw that there was a better way of like, no, this, this mental health, you know, this mental issue, so to speak, quote unquote, that we label, you know, all of these diagnoses that we label, um, 
it has to have it has to come from a root. So like why are we medicating it? Why are we disregarding that there's a natural issue here? We're just diagnosing and 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 blaming and redirecting. And so we're not really giving people the opportunity to come to completion or resolution to get out of the label or to find any kind of freedom within themselves. Mm-hmm. And so the, working in that that model was really hard for me. Um, and then as an, in, as an intuitive and an empath, I could feel, you know, people's pain and people's experience. And that became really overwhelming for me. And so that was kind of like the bridge. Like I became, you know, I had a lot of excess weight and I had um, a lot of emotional struggles of my own and, you know, um, just a lot of turmoil and, and ended up having compassion fatigue. And so that was a that was a like a wake up call for me. It's like, whoa, this there there definitely is a better way, and I am taking all of this on. And so I started studying metaphysics, and I did a PhD program in school of metaphysics. But in St. Louis, that's really underground, and it's a very it's a mysterious school. So it wasn't something that I could be out and open about. It was just something that I was doing for myself because I was called and I was drawn to a higher awareness and higher consciousness and knowing that there's there's something beyond the surface level that we're trying to operate on and it's not working. Mm. Um, and so I started studying metaphysics and did a six-year program with that. And through that, it was like, and it felt like that's what felt like coming home to myself was when I, like I had this experience of like, this is everything that I have known to be true, deep, 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 deep within myself, but I didn't quite have the details to, to apply it. And the school of metaphysics and metaphysical research and studies provided those details for me to be able to have practical application. And so that's when I became more into the holistic field of, of, you know, the healing arts and um, started learning different energy modalities and body work modalities and continued education in like holistic psychology and really trying to understand like the root, um, root issues of things and like the programs that we're running on and how it is on a how it shows up on a microcosm level, but it's really macrocosm. It's in the cosmos, it's in our soul contract, it's in our past life. And these all shows up in these big, big, big ways. And there's not a lot of resource for people besides um, medications or kind of just disregarding it and we isolate ourselves. So that brought me to coming out to Arizona to finish my, my studies and uh, the things that I wanted to be able to really apply. So I wanted to deep, you know, dive deeper into body work and energy work and all of these kinds of studies. And then I came to Southwest Institute of Healing Arts and did the polarity cranial sacral program along with the holistic psychology degree. And um, like Megan said, on my, la- my very last class of my four-year program is when Megan and I met. And it was like a complete soul recognition. You know, we saw each other when we never seen each other before in this lifetime, but we saw each other in that moment and knew like, wow, we really know each other and we have to know each other again. Mm. And so we became, we became long distance friends and it became visits and then it became romantic and um, it unfolded beautifully and organically to bring us together 
And I had my own mobile practice before meeting Megan, and she had a practice in Santa Monica. And so as our relationship deepened and developed, we came together and um, came into a commitment, and we decided to merge our practices and open a brick-and-mortar here in Tempe, and that is free to be healed. And so our, our individual journeys are reflect, you know, a reflection of one another. Uh, so we, we complement each other very well. So I'm, I'm a Taurus and I'm much more, um, I don't know, grounded and kind of in the earth and nurturing and Megan is on the opposite spectrum of the, um, the air and the ethers. And so together we create a lot of balance and, um, and harmony, the, the harmony within those polarities that we're able to meet there and provide that for ourselves and our life and the dynamic that we have in a relationship. And then that carries over into the dynamic of business partners and what we are here to offer our clients and, and the world with, you know, different modalities, classes, workshops, um, group sessions, and creative processing and concept, and a lot of education around you know, like the focus of like the real focus of our practice is like the psychology and the mind, the body, the spirit, and the soul. And so, knowing how all of these are together, and there none of them are separate, but we relate with it. We relate to them on separate levels, and so we're here to bridge the gap. All right. Well, we're going to go more in deep into that because that's really that's we want. I really want to talk about this because I've I've known you for a short amount of time in your life, but. I've watched you two do this work together, and so we really want to dig into that. So don't go too far into talking about what you guys do yet, because we're gonna we're gonna really break that. Okay. Down here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. So powerful. I I love the story. And make our uh, and Heather, you found yourself in Tempe though, like like purely magic, like this, this magician story, right? Of how you actually landed in Tempe. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, yeah. So I was, you know, this is this is um, a crazy experience for me. Definitely life changing. So I, like I said, I was at the school of metaphysics, and then I started teaching, and I was teaching um, dream interpretation and the universal laws. And so on one of my one of my segment classes were about the the law of attraction. And so I'm teaching these students about law of attraction in conjunction with dream interpretation. So analyzing our dreams and creating, you know, the life that we desire and manifesting our true desires. So as a teacher, my, my approach is that I do everything that I'm, that I ask of my students, anything that I'm educating my students, like I practice what I preach. So if I give them assignments, I do them as well. Um, so that I'm a part of that and I have, you know, that I have my own process while ma ha you know, navigating the material. Mm -hmm. And so through that, I was, you know, I, we were doing this exercise called the top 10 manifestation list. And this is a, it's kind of like a vision board, but it's in a list format. You put your 10 things down that you want to manifest and you carry it with you and you look at it every day and you know, every week or every other week, you rearrange, you know, you look at your list and see what's come to fruition, what you've manifested, and rearrange your list. So your, your list is constantly updating, so you're constantly moving the energy within this list, and your all of your attention is on it. And so you're in rhythm with the universe, 
in communication with the universe, and then it comes to manifestation. And we're doing, we're monitoring our dreams. So I made my manifestation list of the everything that I was trying to attract and doing these dreams. And so one night I had this dream that um, I was, I just kind of appeared in this, on this cliff and it was like red rocks. And I was standing on the cliff looking down kind of like in a valley. And the valley was so far off in the distance, but yet so clear to me that I could see everything. And I could see everything on my manifestation list. So like I like number one was my next path of education in the holistic field. And I had like some bullet points of modalities that I wanted to, to study and polarity and cranial sacral were on my list. And I had no idea who would offer polarity or cranial sacral because in the Midwest, that's not available. Um, and so in the second one, you know, like I had, I had this long list of the things, the environment that I wanted to live and the things that I was attracting. And while I'm in this dream, looking into this valley, everything on the list was there. I was like, oh, and there's that. And no, there's that. And, And so I'm really excited on top of this cliff and I have my manifestation list in my hand and I'm jumping up and down and I'm like, there it is. Here's where I'm supposed to be. Everything on my list is right here. And I'm so excited. And I'm like yelling, but I'm like, how do I get there? Where am I? What is this place? And this entity, and I say entity because it was so androgynous that I I couldn't label it as male, female, or, you know, give it any kind of label. It was just so like neutral. It was just this being. And they came and approached me and I was, I was asking them, like, do you know where I'm at? Like, can you believe this? Like, every, do you see that place down there? Everything down there is on my list. Like, I'm doing a manifest. Like, I'm giving this person, this being, my whole life story. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. Where are we? And they smile at me. It's the most graceful and, like, nurturing, reassuring smile ever. And said, welcome to Tempe. Mm. <laughs> and then left, like, just kind of floated away and disappeared. And it left me in this place of, like, what the heck is Tempe? <laughs> you know, like, I was so confused. And I woke up. And I woke up and I was like, who was that? What was that? What is this? And I cannot describe that feeling of, like, here's all of my answers, but yet none of them. Like, it was such an, like, it was such a place of, like, confusion and reassurance all at the same time. It was really, really bizarre. Mm. So I spent um, probably weeks driving myself crazy on what is Tempe? And I Googled everything you could possibly imagine, but I had no idea how to spell Tempe. So I'm guessing and trying all different spellings. And the only thing that I got was like Tempe, the vegan meat. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that's not it. <laughs> and here I am, a teacher, and started even questioning, like, I can't even interpret my own dream. Here's my manifestation list, and it's all available for me in this place, but I don't know where it is or how to get there. So I'm talking to colleagues and mentors trying to get my dream interpreted. And there were some messages that came up, but nothing that resonated for me to, you know, do anything with. So it was kind of just in this space. And then finally, I went into meditation and I, with the intention of like real clear answers, like where am I supposed to be? I'm feeling called somewhere and where is it? 
And the meditation I heard clearly was mind, body, spirit, healing. And I came out of meditation kind of frustrated, actually, because I was like, uh, duh, that's on my list, mind, body, spirit, healing. I know that, you know, and so here's my ego coming in like, can you please tell me something I don't know? And really having some frustration around that. Um, so I sat with that for another day or two and then decided to like just Google that mind, body, spirit, healing, Tempe. And it came up this, you know, like the first thing that came up was like Southwest Institute of Healing Arts, mm-hmm. online classes, online education and holistic healing. So I look at the website and lo and behold, Here's all of these things of coaching and holistic healing and psychology, a holistic psychology degree, polarity, cranial sacral. And I was like, what? This is everything on my list. And I got so excited and I was like, oh, it's online, right? So this wasn't, this wasn't, you know, coming back to my dream. I wasn't relating it to my dream at this point. I was just excited. Like, here's an educational path that's fitting my needs. So I go to the contact page. And it says Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> and my heart dropped. And I was like, Tempe, there it is, Tempe. I'm supposed to be here, Tempe. And I was, you know, just beside myself and immediately call and, um, you know, immediately got accepted into the school. Like everything just fell into place. It's yeah. just, I mean, just immediately. And it all came together. And so I decided, like, I just have to be there. I don't know. I don't know, but I have to listen to this dream. And here's this manifestation list. And here's the universe supporting me. And here's all of the answers. And I just have to find out. Like, I just have to find out. Mm. So I sold everything that I own and uh, the small amount of things that I wanted to take with me. I put in a U-Haul truck and drove halfway across the country um, in four days with all of my animals. We showed up here with no job, no house to live in and no real plan except I think I'm supposed to go to this school. Except you're supposed and, to be in um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. And, you know, the universe supported me in such a beautiful way that I came out here and within one week I had housing, I had a job, I was enrolled in school and that, you know, that's, I mean, obviously there's a lot more details, but that was like, wow. that's what brought me to this point. It was just, here it is. And since, since living in Tempe, I feel like, um, it's just been amazing. Everything on my manifestation list and manifestations list since then have come to fruition and living the life that I truly desire and have worked really hard for. And we're in a practice that I love and adore and that we both worked very hard to get to this place. Uh, we're proud of our business and we're expanding and, you know, Tempe definitely has shown me that everything, um, you know, everything that's supposed to be in my highest good is available for me. So it's been a beautiful experience, been amazing. And that was definitely a huge point in my life um, for me to be able to step step into trust and faith and um, be in alignment with the cosmos, knowing that it's, you know, that it, it is truly real. It's not just woo-woo things that we you know, talk about like it happens, it's tangible, and I have the experience that I've integrated and embodied, and I feel like I show up in that way, and I'm, that's something that I take pride in. 
Tempe's a special town. <laughs> it's a special town. I'm thinking as you're saying this. Well, I'm thinking as we said this, we met each other in Scottsdale, and yet we live like two minutes away. Like we live so close to each other. I, it's so interesting, yeah. And I and I knew the last time I lived here, living in Scottsdale, I knew I would only want to move back and come to Tempe. So, welcome to Tempe. Let's do it. Um, so you guys, you ladies, came down, and you now, like you said, you now you're growing the practice. You have a um, yeah, I just did, uh, what is the word I want to use? Um, a blossoming practice of healing arts. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about free to be healed. Let's talk about um, what free to be healed actually is and how you two are using those elements of earth and sky um, to bring your clients to the freedom to be healed. Um, tell us about what you all are doing. And really, uh, what I want to just make sure I say before here, like, um, it's really, really special that you two have come together and that you are proud of your business because you, you've come together and built a, um, and built a community and built a foundation around things that can be very, you know, can lack foundation. You know, a lot of, a lot of what you do and a lot of what you're getting ready to talk about and what you've already talked about for many people, goes way over their heads. They don't even really know what you're talking about. Um, it's not something that's really well-known or accepted and embraced in popular culture. It's changing for sure. Um, but I just always, I, I want to make sure I'm always bringing that back out and shouting you all out for that because you are doing real work that is truly guiding people to healing, and that's why it's growing, and that's why we're talking about this here because this is this is reality and although it's not a part of everyone's reality, it is a part of some of ours, and it works. So tell us about Free to Be Healed, ladies. Well, thank you for acknowledging that. That means a lot to us. Um, yes. Because I would say that what has made our practice, um, what has brought our practice to where it's now of a, a thriving practice that's, that's growing and expanding and blossoming is our dedication to educate. You know, a lot of a lot of how we get our clients through in the door or how our clients come to us is through education because you're exactly right. A lot of people do not know what resources are available or what we offer. And even if you were to look at our website, it's you know, you have to um there's still a lot of questions when you call us, like we're educating people. So one of the things that are known in the community is like Reiki or energy healing. So there is more of an awareness now that like I can I don't feel well, I don't feel I've tried everything, I've done everything in the Western medicine, I've taken all of the pills, I've talked to all of the people, and a lot of our clients come into us because they're like, I've tried everything and I don't know what else to do and I heard I am Eastern, sure. And I've tried everything. And it's not, you know, I'm not getting the results or I'm not feeling better. And I just, I just need help. And they don't know what they're needing exactly. Um, and so we educate people about what we do. And that's, that's really kind of how it all starts. But to kind of go into Free to Be Healed, first and foremost, the reason why we named our practice Free to Be Healed is because we want it to be, um, we want people to know that we all have the, like our bodies are meant to heal. Like they're constantly trying to heal. They're so smart. And so, and our soul wants to heal. That's why our soul comes in. We have soul contracts to heal 
wounds and heal lineage and heal um, kind of our trauma karma threads, if you will. And so there's this there's this innate um, innate intelligence and wisdom that's constantly in motion, wanting to heal. And so we have like we have all of the resources within us to be able to. Um, heal from whatever it is that's showing up for us, whether it be mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical, which we believe are all related. We, as a culture and society, we tend to look at those as separate avenues, but we are here to bridge the gap because it's all, it's all related and everything that shows up in those spaces um, is threaded or corded, however you want to look at it, connected to the other aspects of ourselves. So that's why our holistic approach is looking at these whole system, the entire system, and looking at um, the polarity or the hologram of that. So everything outside of us is a reflection of everything within us, and everything within us is a reflection of everything outside of us. And so again, there's another gap to bridge, right? They're not separate, but we look and tend to be in the experience of them as separate. And so we do modalities um, such as polarity therapy, which is basically um, an entire wellness system that is both energetic and clinical. We're working with all of the layers in the, in the physical system and relating that to the layers of our energy body and our um, spiritual selves, our higher selves, and, and in our aura and how that shows up. And polarity therapy is very elemental. So it's looking at how the elements show up in the body, how the astrology shows up in the body. So it's on that, looking at that, um, again, so within or as within, so without. So everything that's happening in the cosmos is happening within ourselves. Everything that's happening within ourselves is related to the cosmos. Um, so that's one modality that we, that we work with and, and apply that theory to, polarity. Cranial sacral therapy is like the sister um, modality that's related to polarity, it's, but it's working with like the physical structure of the tissues, the fascia, the fluid, the bones in the system, and how they create the holding patterns coming from the nervous system from our all of these things that we're talking about, like the way that the uh, emotions are held in the body our soul contract, what we came in with, and then how the physical structure kind of adapts to those conditions. Um, and so that's how the body is able to communicate. And that's why there's a psychology in the body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's kind of our approach. So we, and then we include other modalities like sound healing, vibrational medicine, um, essential oils, massage. Megan's a massage therapist and does traditional massage along with um, different kinds of massage techniques, including all of the energy work modalities that we're talking about. And then myself, I um, am trained in Thai massage. And so I apply Thai massage and blend that with these other modalities that we're talking about. So it's kind of all of these modalities blended together. And we call our sessions integrated healing sessions because we both have the approach that we just meet the client where they're at. So the client doesn't have to know what modality they're coming in for, what kind of work they need. They just come in with the thing that they're wanting resource around. They just come in and let us know, and we meet them there, and we blend all of these modalities to be able to meet them 
in the way that is best suited for them and their process in order to bridge all of these gaps that we're speaking of, of bringing together the mind, the body, the spirit, and the soul on the same page so that it can be working together as a whole system to step into the life that they're truly desiring or wanting to create for themselves. <laughs> well, that was up from Megan. Yes, Megan was clapping. <laughs> yeah, Megan, I hear you. <laughs> tell them. The mind, body, soul, too. That's that trinity. That's that three. That's the 33, you know. It is. Yeah, the 333. Let's go. Yeah. And so, I mean, that doesn't, I mean, again, that's still very vague, and a lot of people may not know what we're talking about. But to break it down as, as simple as possible, it's like it doesn't really matter what it is that you're trying to get research around. If there's something happening for you, um, that you have a desired outcome, we meet you there and it either with hands-on touch um, body work or just slight energy work. And then most of our, all of our work is blended with conscious communication. So it's really about bringing awareness to what's happening in the mind, body, spirit, soul system that's creating limitations, whether that be mental, emotional, or physical. So limitations, anything that's holding us back, um, anything that's creating any kind of turmoil or disturbance in our system or, you know, pain, um, diagnosis, ailments, things of that nature, all of it we feel has an emotional and spiritual metaphysical root. And when we get to that, then we can provide tangible and clinical exercises that we do both in session and then send clients home with this kind of resource to continue it, to empower them to live in their own truth. That that's what they're, I mean, anytime we have limitations, we're holding, we're holding ourselves back from our truth because kind of, of fear out of either fear or what we have learned from a survival standpoint. Yeah, I think that's what's so special about what you're doing for me. I mean, so many levels, but um, it's the permission that you give people to heal. I, you know, especially in this, in the, you know, quote unquote spiritual community, or the people who talk about things like we're talking about now. Um, I at least myself find that in a lot of that, there is kind of this, um, you know, running away from the real things that need to be healed. And so, and a lot of times you find people who just can't really get over, get over things or really can't move through. And even myself, I mean, I see it in myself, like there's just certain things in our path that we can't get through. And what I feel like Free to Be Healed is really offering to the community is this permission to know that you can heal, that no matter what trauma has taken place, in your life, that your body, like what you started it out with, Heather, is such a part of my my message to people when it comes to food. Like, your body is made to heal. That's what it does. It breaks down and then rebuilds itself time and time again from birth to death. That's life. So giving people permission to say, wow, the worst of the worst of the worst thing happened to me, and I can heal it? That's really, really special that you are able to hold space and create. I don't even say hold. I would say create space for people to come to that realization and then to provide the actual skills and techniques and modalities to healing that on many different levels is 
you know, is next level. But just to just to be able to get people to realize, like, yeah, you you can actually heal that. You don't have to suffer. Yeah. Thank you, Anita. Um, that's really amazing to hear. And I, I would like to add also that I think in holding space, we create space. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one of the tenets of our philosophy is that being supported and held in a nurturing, uh, anchored place of possibility, dare I say safety, literally creates possibilities and creates space. And I think it, it weaves back to the to how you honored us um, before Heather spoke about, you know, the structure we're creating with the etheric woo-woo bridging the clinical. And I think it's about, you know, all these scientific facts um, integrated with this, you know, etheric energy. And I think in a lot of times what I've witnessed in the healing arts is people like um, not wanting to be in their bodies and being in kind of like, a split between um, unsustainable dreamland, so to speak, mm-hmm. and a disattachment from like the real pain and, 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 and suffering that is too hard to face. And I think what we're really trying to create is this structure to bring together, um, you know, the pain of the earth that creates the medicine of the healing and the disattachment and disembodiment of, of heaven that, you know, creates and opening creates possibility and miracle from bringing that together. And, you know, in our work, it's really about, you know, the neutrality. We're really big about neutrality. Like we're not here to project. We're not here to tell you what your truth is. We're here to hold a sacred understanding that we're consciously communicating and reflecting possibilities. And that even that conscious communication and honoring of somebody, um, creates breath in the system, creates an opening to be able to kind of tenderly look at the edge of things that have been so dark and so scary and that kind of that unwi- unwinding and starting to give some breath to the trauma and the fear that can be so sticky. Um, and our techniques definitely, like we're really passionate about like titratable, gentle baby steps, you know, giving people practical, integratable life skills so they don't go out of session like blown out or unraveled. unraveled. So a lot of our, our, uh, all of our approach um, is trauma sensitive and trauma aware. And one of the things that I think really needs to be educated um, widely is that trauma doesn't mean in my, in, in our opinion, and it's our theory, that trauma doesn't mean a traumatic event or some kind of tragedy. It doesn't have to be that, like it is that, and it doesn't have to just be that. I, I personally believe that trauma can show up when it's any unprocessed emotion. So any time in our life that we haven't fully processed an emotion gets stored in the body as trauma. And so that's why it is so important and that shows up in a lot of ways to limit us and it takes us away from our innate truth. And so all of our approaches, that trauma sensitive, trauma aware place, um, creating that container, holding that space, facilitating a remembering 
And that's really our space. Like we're not, like Megan said, we're not here to tell, we're not here to project that, that neutrality that as practitioners, we hold a space that facilitates a remembering, which is which empowers the client to remember their own truth. And then we give tools on how to stand in it. And I think that that's really, um, really kind of the gist of our whole practice right there is like no matter how it shows up with body work energy work any of the modalities those are just the details um that kind of come along with it but really it's we use different tools um that facilitate a remembering for the client to remember their own truth and then we get tools to stand in it and relax into it and then integrate it and that's where that's where the healing happens when we can stand in our truth and process the emotions that are being held in our system, then we can let go, or not even let go, then the trauma and the, the emotions needs are met. And so then it can have resolution in order to be truly in your truth and empowerment. And then healing, the healing, it's like the possibilities are endless on what healing can, how healing can show up in one system. And that's why, like, the um, clients that are attracted to us and the, quote, symptoms we treat are, like, endless. There's, like, so many different symptoms and, uh, you know, illnesses that come up that we treat um, because of what Heather just said. And I feel like one of the really big tools that we offer to clients, um, like Heather was mentioning, is this whole vast realm of what it means to be deeply feeling, what it means to be mm-hmm. creative, what it means to be intuitive, empathic. And how they, and you know, the the whole elemental process, like each element has its balance and, and discord, right? So if we look at that, all of the elements has its light and its dark. It has its peace and it has its chaos. So if we are the elements, we're going to have that expansion and contraction as well. And so it's really about how you can navigate through that and using all of the ways that these shows up, these these things show up for us as gifts. So our our intuitive, empathic, those feelers that feel everything, it's really easy to get lost in that and become conditioned to that and, and lose yourself in it. And so and become sick. So we through these through these, this approach that we have, it's about how to use these as strengths and how to um, create the container for resolution so that you can be in your truth. And then on the opposite end of that, like the way that fire shows up and the way that earth shows up, we can get stuck in that just as much. And so it's really providing um, the harmony. It's bringing back in harmony to the places that are de- you know, disharmonized. For sure. Yeah, and on, you know, the continuing the theme, like we, um, Heather and I separately and have come together learning some really beautiful energy management skills to refresh um, our energy to be in alignment with the world, um, to be, how to have healthy boundaries, how to be connected to Mother Earth and Father Sky and, and, um, you know, rejuvenated between heaven and earth and, and, and protected, um, in, you know, all this feeling. So we, we teach and we share a lot of energy management, management skills, a lot of intuition development, um, which, you know, can be so empowering to see a client who just has been labeled 
as crazy to introduce okay. them or crazy or sick to introduce them to some simple skills of like how do you ground out your energy like how do you let go and ground out and purify anything that is not yours and doesn't serve you you know just to start with that and then it you know it extends into this like colorful magical imaginative realm where everything that we've ever thought was real and told was not real you know is is true that we've been diminished or disregarded or not met you know anytime that our individual needs have not been met it shows up in these places of of limitation Mm -hmm. and so you know a lot of everything that we're talking about is like releasing the limitations understanding and and yeah, understanding the gifts within that, and um, and really being able to have um, our inner wounded self acknowledged, honored, recognized, related to, and held in a way that ignites that remembrance within the system to be able to, you know, kind of like generate energy field yeah yeah energy field of protection and to know one's truth creates healthy boundaries which creates a healthy engagement in everyday life which 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 um is is further along the topic of holding those hurt places until they feel safe and nurtured to remember creates the space which, which creates the endless possibilities about what we can be and who we can be in community and how our internal microcosm uh, completely reflects the external macrocosm, you know, and world peace. Mm. Well, um, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot, and it's the truth. Um, It's beautiful. It's it's really cool for me to get to know uh, women like you and souls like you because you know, for for many of us on the planet, we have had these, like you said, you know, this is you growing up, this is your awareness, since growing up, you know it, and, you know, I knew, I knew all this stuff, and it's so cool to, to have personal friends, and I really, really plan on sharing you on as much as I possibly can, that are mm. bringing it in such a clinical fashion, and bringing it to people in such a professional manner, and really presenting it to people, giving them access to these you know, these other realms that some of us, and really all of us, but some of us have, you know, have been really tuned into for a long time. And um, it's just, it's really awesome to see you two having, you know, running a successful, and obviously that word is very vast and wide, but I mean in terms of like, you're able to sustain your life through this. I know that you're doing really good work for the community just on that. And we thank you. Um, We thank you and we cheer you on for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're really entering a large, you know, transition phase of like big expansion, you know, because the work that Heather and I do and us preaching what we are practicing what we preach (laughs) means like that we've in this first few years of brick and mortar, we've looked at so much shadow and so much um feeling small or you know not necessarily wanting to be seen yet and really come together in a powerful new synthesis of, of growth and expansion and possibility 
Yeah, I think that we really stand firm in our belief that our mess becomes our message. And so in order to show up in this way, we're going to have to get through the mess. And so we've had to work through a lot of, you know, we've each had our individual journey. And then since we've come together, we've had a lot that we've had to work through. And it's and it's a it's, it's a beautiful dynamic. Um, doesn't mean that it's easy and it doesn't come painless, uh, but it comes with this beautiful outcome that everything that we apply in our practice we're applying in our life and then everything that we have to apply in our life gives us the tools to be able to apply it in our practice and so we get we get to witness our own journey in this the way that it shows up in our life the way that it shows up in our relationship and the way that it shows up in our practice and it's um it's congruent and it's something that i think is what creates the 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 I don't know, the potency, yeah. the potency that we have is that, you know, it's the congruency is like what we're, what we're doing is, is genuine. Is genuine. Yeah. It's what we're doing. This is the work that we're doing and this is what we can provide and what we're providing, you know, fills us up and, and, you know, always um, relates back to our life for tools that we can continue to apply. Yeah. And I think we live the, the theory of, you know, chop wood, carry water that our life is you know a conscious practice and the professional practice is an extension of that and if we evolve and we're together longer like we're really coming into much more possibility of ease and and joy and and freedom and evolution and and places where we can celebrate and and have fun and not be so bogged down and it's all cycles and, you know? and, and the freedom of the yeah yeah our freedom from the healing so well, i would love i would love to say to I've, yeah i've watched you i've watched you ladies go through some challenging times and i really you know as a as again an outsider but as a friend i would say you truly do practice what you preach i've watched both of your brains and your emotional bodies like processing information in the way that i would imagine you you teach and you educate and you share with your clients you know i've i've watched there was a time heather just a, uh, a couple weeks ago where i could see your brain i could see you you know processing like going through into your mind and into whatever it was and and finding the way through it and it's it's really powerful to see as friends but to know that you all are saying well yeah this is super real though like we have healed we are healing ourselves from trauma of, of lifetimes and we are going to offer this to you because it freaking works, yo. Like, we're just giving this to you because it works. And okay. here we go. Here's the magic. Mm, I couldn't have said it better myself. I was going to just say that. I couldn't have said it back better myself when you didn't have her. Yeah. Wait, I didn't hear exactly what you said. What did you say? Honor and a privilege. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I didn't hear what you just said. <laughs> I can I can oh, listen I back, but I didn't hear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is a, an honor and a privilege to know you as a friend and a colleague and, uh, you know, an inspired soul sister. And we're just really grateful to be sharing our passion and our love and our medicine in this friend podcast. We just admire you and everything that you are and ha- have been and will be. Oh, that's beautiful. I couldn't have said that better myself. Yay. <laughs> we're all speaking each other's words of truth.
Well, it's beautiful, ladies. Um, we're developing a beautiful community out here. We're coming up to an hour right now. That was a really gorgeous um, hour conversation. But I do want to try to get a little bit of talking in about this community we're developing because, to me, um, that's what's more, that's what's kind of the most special thing here is obviously our individual selves. We we push and we grow and we grind and we grit and we and we overcome these individual things. But I recently heard someone said that. Um, uh, that self-love really isn't about, I mean, that self-love is cool, but it's community love that really heals. And I remember uh, a story from a, a friend, a sister in, um, in Oregon who was raised a part of her life in Paraguay. And uh, she tells me all kinds of stories about the traditional cultures here and, and, you know, things that she learned as a child from these traditional women in her life. And she says that, you know, there's, there was a time when, uh, the, the bush people, the people that lived in the bush in Paraguay, would, you know, the uh, they were German, a lot of German people coming over um, and setting up hospitals and schools and churches, and they would invite, you know, the the native people, the indigenous people of the land to come to a school or come to the city and come to join them. And so the whole community would decide on who was going, who was right to go, um, and would send that person to communicate with these foreigners. And the person would be, you know, could sometimes find themselves really, really unhappy and uncomfortable and maybe sick or homesick, you know. And she said that when you would ask that person, well, why don't you just go back home? They would just be sitting here in just misery. And they'd say, why don't, why don't you just go back home? And they would say, well, what do you mean, why don't I go back home? The community hasn't called me back home. Like the community sent me out. <laughs> The community sent me out. I'm here as a representative of my community. And until the community calls me back, I don't go back. And so, you know, when I was thinking about self-love, not enough, you know, you need community love. I wonder just if you, if you ladies have some thoughts on that. Um, because there's something, there's something really magical about bonding with people in a true, authentic manner in your true self and building a community on that. And what can you really do then? And where's, is, where's is our power then? So, what do you ladies see this community developing around you? Um, and I don't know, just what do you think about that? I have a lot of thoughts about that. I have, I have thoughts, so go for it. Well, my you know, initial thought is this shifting of the paradigm and the fuel that we run, of, run on uh, from fear to love. You know, fear tends to be isolating, tends to be fragmenting. Um, I know limiting and you know uh you know western societies america has tended been like an individualistic society versus more indigenous countries that are like communal and so this thought of shifting the paradigm from fear to love and feeling expanded and grounded and solid in ourselves enough to feel that like deep connection and interconnectedness to like the oneness of everything and the the the, the real power of being able to you know choose family and choose community and extend um you know our our, our strength and our passion just like i feel like we're um creating this beautiful vibrating community of love and hope and and support through pain and and resilience and this you know network of consciousness and 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 working bodies and blood sweat and tears and the grindstone that really 
you know, that we're not just here for ourselves or for this dollar. We're here for the freedom to feel and be content and safe and expanded consciousness that's not competitive and it's collaborative. Mm. I agree with that. And I um, have another perspective that, you know, this takes me to like the old saying, like, you know, and to raise children, it takes a village. You know, you hear that like, oh, it takes a village. Well, I think that there's some, there's, there's like legitimacy, uh, thank you, to that. Um, I don't think that we're meant to do this life alone. I think that we somewhere along the way have, um, have lost that that sense of I mean, and maybe it's with greed and maybe, you know we can put a lot of labels on it of you know where fear came in and it had to be competitive and yada 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 but beyond behind all of those emotions showing up in a toxic way um creating isolation is where i feel like we got away from that self-love yeah. because we as we started to separate and having to be um you know having all of this pressure of like do it yourself and pull up your bootstraps and get out there and like be better and do better is where we've lost ourselves. We've lost that love for ourselves. We lost our own dessert, you know, that things and worthiness. And so it created a continuous trauma loop and it's showing up for everyone. Right. And so if we get back to the root of community, we're here co-creating. We are supposed to be doing it together. And if we believe in this theory that, we are, you know, that we, it's all written, it's all in the cosmos, that we are co-creating, then we're meant to be in community in co-creation. And we, if we also believe that everything is a reflection of ourselves, then in community is where we get to see ourselves. You know, if in community, we get to see the reflection of us, and that's how we get to see ourselves. And by being able to be surrounded by love, there's space for us to return to our self-love. So I think that it's, they're not separate. This is, you know, self-love and community love. It's not separate. It's co-creating so we can have all of that. Yes! <laughs> yes. Yo, Megan is the best hype. He's the best hype man, hype, hype woman ever. Like, I love... I love how y'all support each other, but Megan, you are like the dopest hype man. I'm, I'm going to hire you one day. Oh, Just be my hype man in the back. You know the perfect times to clap it up or to like cheer it up. Like you're so on point with it. You do it right when I want to do it. It's on point. Uh, <laughs> I love it. The whole universe singing and dancing and cheering. I love it. I love it. My head. I love you too. I appreciate you too. I'm thankful for just for your work and your past and that you found Tempe, yo. Like, um, it really is cool. I didn't even think about it, but it's it's pretty cool that we live so close to each other. We're in the same town. And um, super cool. You can literally take one street all the way to our house. I mean, that's not, that's like, pretty special. I drive one street, like the whole street, all the streets. And I, I remember the first time I was, I came over, I was like, well, um, you know, thinking it was going to be more challenging. I was like, wow, we just do one? Oh, okay. <laughs> They're right here. <laughs> Y'all are right here. Um, blessings, though, just great, deep gratitude. The community is building. Um, it's, it's, I guess, a bit of all of it. And, and we're here and we're queer. Deal with it. We're here to let folks know that there are many levels of truth. There are many levels of reality. And just because you don't, just because you're not aware of it, 
does not mean that it's not there. And there are some of us that have been, have been born feeling this. And um, it's, you know, it's hard. Uh, it's hard when your experience is negated by popular culture that what you feel and sense and see and think is not, is not valued. Um, so I'm just, you know, bigging up, cheering on with Megan in the background, cheering on free to be healed, <laughs> giving people the permission to use their truth to heal themselves and their communities. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's supposed to look all the same, but we do truly yeah. learn from each other's healing path and healing modalities. So uh, to put it out into the ethers, whoever listens to this, whoever finds this beautiful message, um, you know, get in contact with, with Free to Be Healed, get in contact with people in your community that are doing similar work. If you feel called to this, get in contact with them and start building the bridges and creating the community and just start it because there's so many more of us out here that are not connected. There's so many of us out there that are not around people who are um, aware of these things and can support them. So if you hear this, just make a call or, you know, ask in your dream, you know, do the work to connect yourself because we're out here and um, and I'm just thankful for you ladies. Yeah, thank you so much. And if I can add, sorry, if I can add that, you know, when you were reflecting, I just got this vision of like us all coming to drink from the community well, you know, being mm-hmm. exerted and fatigued and not needing to be struggling all alone and having a meal and sharing food and water. And Heather wants me to add that we also do virtual sessions. Yes. Oh, awesome. So call free to be healed because, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's nothing in our way. And that's, that's the real deal too. It's like, there's nothing in our way and we can connect you all, you know, like free to be healed can find other people in other cities and other towns to connect you with. You can have a local community. You can have an online community. You can, you can have anything you freaking want y'all. This is, <laughs> we live in a world of manifestation and it is mind. And uh, tune in, y'all. Tune in because you don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to be by yourself. Mm, yes, we have classes. So. We have sessions. There's boops and bops and buttons and flashes. They all connect to us. Well, tell the people where they can find you. Yes, tell the people where they can find you and um, any last words that you would want to leave the audience. Sure. So, you know, like we said, we have a location here in Tempe, Arizona, um, but we do online um, virtual sessions. We do phone coaching, um, distance healing, things of that nature. And then, you know, you can also go to our website at www.freetobehealed.com. That gives a lot of information about the modalities that we do, and you can schedule online there. Um, and then also you can even subscribe to our email list, and that's where we put out promotions and newsletters, blogs, and classes, workshops, events that we, we are hosting or participating in. So go to our website, and um, all of our contact information is there as well, phone number, email, and address. And might as well take a moment to just shout out the fact that you are going to be having a brand new website soon. So stay tuned for some new updated content (laughs) just to make sure the folks know we are, we are doing a, not a rebrand, but a a refresh for sure. So y'all stay tuned. Check it out. Update and upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. 
And any final words, uh, Megan, that you want to leave with the people anyway that, um, you know, let's say that there's somebody who's listening to this that is just like you 20 years ago and um, is feeling, you know, maybe out of place or disconnected or confused with what they're feeling inside or what they see and they just don't know what to do next. What would you tell them? That makes me feel really emotional and touched and seeing myself 20 years ago, I was you know, really struggling and really searching. And so I would tell that person to um, you know, find that place of the beginning of hope, the beginning of connection, the beginning of inspiration. Um, and, you know, it's really, you know, it's a really beautiful and really like heartbreaking question to think of myself 20 years ago but then to think of myself now and just like you know I I hope that this podcast and this holy trinity of, of us talking sends out like pulses of protection and energy like sending you know love and faith and hope and keep on going and you know that you are healthy and that you are vibrant and to really touch base with the essence of your truth and listen to the stillness and listen to your body and put purple on your head i would tell them mm, i like that and hold faith and hold faith that uh you know tomorrow will come unless it's the last one tomorrow's going to come and, and it'll bring a whole new a whole new arrangement of things that you couldn't even imagine and um yeah, and there's yeah, I would say don't there. give up. Like it, it can get better than you could ever imagine. Like the the depth of the pain that I have experienced, and that you know listeners might be experiencing. I I know for a fact that the amount of joy is exponential to the amount of pain. Yes. All right, family. Well, yes, the Holy Trinity. What? Episode thirty-three. <laughs> whoop whoop. My boobs. Um, thank you, ladies, for sharing your time, energy, love with the show and with your sphere and with me and with our sistren and with our community and with my children. And um, just for answering your call, for showing up. We appreciate you. We thank you. And I'm going to keep cheering for you to be healed on. Thank you so thank much. Thank We love y'all. Uh, friends, until next week. I know I've got another dope friend lined up for next week. We have a, quite a few interviews coming up back-to-back of some really powerful women. Um, so stay tuned. We'll be back next Monday. And until then, peace, family. See you soon. Peace. Bye.